Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. As we continue in Philippians, we're looking at chapter 1, verses 21 through 26. As we continue to focus on the fourfold secret of outrageous, contagious joy. We can even trust God in the face of dilemmas, tough decisions. Life is full of dilemmas, not just deciding between the good and the bad, but deciding between the good and the good. The only way we can face tough decisions with confidence is to have God confidence that cannot be shaken. Paul wrote, for to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I don't know, or I wot not. For I am in a strait betwixt or between two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you guys. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Paul faced a dilemma. It was a heart dilemma because in actuality, Paul knew that God was in control and would do what was best for all. If we could have sat down with Paul and heard his heart at this time, it would have sounded something like this. Guys, for me, living is living for Christ. But if I had my choice, dying would be better. Now, I don't want to be selfish in this, but I'm actually being pulled in two different directions. One, I have a desire to depart, to die, to die, and, and to be with Christ, which is far better than anything this world has to offer. Nevertheless, to stay alive and to abide in this old flesh is best for you. So I'm not going to fret or fear. I'm going to simply trust God. I know that God is in control and will do what is best for both you and me. Really, I'm confident. I know that if I live and continue serving you guys, that your rejoicing will be overflowing with thankfulness to Jesus Christ because he made it possible for me to be with you again. For you guys to experience the joy that I have in my heart, the joy that only God can give, I'm confident in God that he wants me to be with you again before I go on to be with him. Really, that's fine with me. I'm going to rejoice either way, okay? But this way, we can rejoice together. Dilemmas, decisions, choices, options. Here's some thoughts. Paul said, I'm in a strait betwixt two, or I'm torn between two. I don't know what to choose. I don't know what I want. I could easily go either way on this one. I'm not sure what to think. This one stumps me. Sometimes it's not easy to discern between what I want and what God wants. When we face such dilemmas, we need to have some foundational principles to help us determine what is best. Paul gives us two supportive, biblical, practical principles to work from. By the way, these principles are repeated throughout Scripture to either keep us on the right path or to get us back on the right path. If you notice, they hint towards the greatest commandment of all, to love God and to love others. Principle one, which decision best uses my gifts for Christ's glory and magnification? Principle two, which decision is most needful for those God has called me to serve? Let's look at the first one. Which decision best uses my gifts for Christ's glory and magnification? You see, Paul wrote to the Corinthian believers and said, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Earlier in the first chapter of Philippians, Paul talked about being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and the praise of God. 
Jesus told his disciples in John 15, 8, Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Paul was gifted by God to produce both the fruit of character and the fruit of converts that ultimately brought glory to God. Many unbelievers were saved and trusting in God's grace because of Paul's faithful preaching and witness. Many believers were encouraged and challenged by Paul's fruit of character as they saw his love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and faith. God gifted Paul to do what he was called to do. Sometime today, take a close look in the mirror. How has God gifted you? In what way can you use your gifts and abilities to bring praise and glory to your Lord? The second part, which decision is most needful for those God has called me to serve? Well, the word nevertheless is placed right between the explanation of Paul's desire and the explanation of Paul's or of the Philippians' needs. Sometimes we, as we focus on our desires, God throws a nevertheless into our lives to remind us that our plans are not always his plans and may not always be the best for us. Paul's desire was to part was to depart to heaven, to die. Nevertheless, Paul's desire was to be with Christ his Savior. Nevertheless, Paul's desire was to experience a far better life in heaven. Nevertheless, nevertheless to stay alive and to keep serving is more needful for you. Nevertheless, to abide with you will help you grow in the Lord. Nevertheless, to continue with you for a while will increase your joyful faith. Nevertheless, to come to you again will increase your joy in Jesus Christ. Facing a dilemma? Ask yourself two questions. Which decision best uses my gifts for Christ's glory and magnification? And which decision is most needful for those God has called me to serve? Lord, we don't always understand your ways but we trust that you use us in such a way that others will be encouraged and your name will be glorified and magnified. Lord, we are yours. Hey, our time's up for today, but I hope that you've enjoyed these studies, uh, these meditations. I love the book of Philippians. But today's the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice in it. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a really, really, really good day.